Hey everyone, I'm Tara and this is Tarascope, a place where relationship do's, don't, trials and tribulations are discussed. Hello, hello, hello and welcome to a new week of Tarascope. So I had an entire episode planned out for y'all today. Like an entire episode, I researched, I wrote down my notes, I had all of the hot points outlined, all the questions, everything. I was so ready. And then last minute, I decided to scrap the entire episode. And so when I say scrapped, I don't really mean scrapped. I just decided to postpone it. And the reason why I decided to postpone it was because yesterday while I was at work, something happened that made me decide to bring a topic that was at the bottom of my bucket to the forefront. So as you see, this episode is called Dating While Black. While I was at work yesterday, my manager said something to me about a natural protective hairstyle that I currently have in my hair and how it was quote-unquote unprofessional for work. As soon as she said this shit to me, I was instantly fucking irritated. I was pissed the fuck off and I just really couldn't believe she said that to me. Like, I am so neat and so clean. I come together, I come to work every day with a clean, fresh face and just because my hair is in a natural state or a natural protective style, is deemed quote-unquote unprofessional. It legitimately ruined half of my fucking day to the point where on my lunch break, I had to meditate for like five minutes just to come to a place of peace so I could finish my fucking shift at work. And in hindsight, I'm also glad I did it because I took back control of my happiness and my joy because I never want to give someone else that power because it is my power. I choose to be happy. I choose what makes me sad and I chose not to let her ignorance get the best of me and ruin the way I woke up, which was in really good, happy spirits. And for me, the kicker in this entire situation is that my manager is a young black female just like myself. So you would think she would understand that there is more than one way to be black, but clearly she does not understand that. And I also want to add that this is the same manager who's been harassing me and bothering me because I don't wear makeup every day to work. Um, wake, makeup every day to work because it's just not who I am. I don't like to wear makeup every day to work. I don't like to. Like I just don't feel is necessary. I have a small office job, and I feel like I'm beautiful without it. No, I am beautiful without it. So I don't feel the need to do it every day to come to work. And I'm telling you this story to lead into the topic of natural beauty and accepting who you are and not being hindered by beauty standards or the done-up beauty. And what I mean by done-up beauty is the wigs, the clippings, the extensions, the makeup, the lashes, the this, the that, the everything that ladies do to create a look, to go that extra mile to create a moment in time for us because it's for us right and I'm going to be honest and I'm going to be vulnerable with you there's something that I still struggle with and what I struggle with is when I start dating someone new and I meet them when I'm not wearing my natural hair so if you scroll on my Instagram page then you'll notice for the past three or four months that I've been wearing this like bone straight wig that I love, by the way. I think it's super cute. And finally, a week ago, I was like, you know what? I need to let my hair breathe. I need it to get some sunlight. It's about to be spring and summer. All this afro needs all that good 
nutrition basically is my thought process, right? And so I was so nervous, and I hate saying this, I was so nervous and scared to FaceTime a guy that I've been talking to on FaceTime for like three weeks at this point. Like for three weeks, we FaceTime almost every single day. And the day I decided to show my afro, I was nervous to FaceTime him because I didn't know what his reaction was going to be. Um, every time we was on FaceTime, he was like, oh, you're so pretty, you're so pretty, you're so pretty. And I didn't know if he was going to be like, oh, you're still so pretty in my true, 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 true natural state, right? And I honestly, I, so, I feel so disappointed in myself by even saying and admitting this out loud because I feel like I've overcome so many insecurities. And to think that something as minute as the hair on my head can be a possible deal breaker is insane to me. And so I had to reflect. I started reflecting to see why my natural hair was such a big ordeal to me. Because that's what I started noticing. I didn't know if the guy I was talking to was going to make my hair, my natural hair a big ordeal. But I made it one. Like I overthought it. I overanalyzed the FaceTime with my natural hair. And he didn't because he didn't know what he was going to see on the other end, right? And the only realistic answer that I could come up with is because for so long, I did not see my 4C texture hair um, on TV. I didn't see it on people that I knew. And for so long, it was frowned upon or considered quote unquote unique. And I had to learn to love my own hair. Like I had to learn to love how tight my curls stick together. I had to learn that washing goes don't work for me. And I had to come to terms that my hair is hella thick and I love it. So men, when women take off their makeup and show you the real them, I really want you to know that maybe, just maybe, it was hard for her to show you that side of her. Maybe, just maybe, she's dealing with some insecurities about her, her her natural beauty, feeling that society pushes that we're supposed to wear makeup. Cause like I said, my manager gets mad. Oh, it's you know, it's professional to wear makeup. And it's like, who said that? Maybe she's dealing with things that you do not know and her quote unquote revealing her true self to you is her putting her guard down and wanting you to accept her for who she really is. Like I want that to really resonate with the men listening to this episode. So to close this episode, I want to share a poem entitled, I am a black girl. I found this on www.powerpoetry.org. So once again, www.powerpoetry.org. And it's by the only chase. I'm a black girl. That's different than just saying I'm a girl. That's different than just saying I'm black. To be a black girl doesn't just mean I have darker skin. To be a black girl doesn't mean I'm hard to approach. To be a black girl doesn't mean you have to be ready to hold my earring. To be a black girl doesn't mean you have to try harder to teach me something. But to be a black girl means I'm special in every way. To be a black girl means there's nothing I can't do. To be a black girl means I'm capable of more than you know. To be a black girl means that I am phenomenal. I'm a black girl, with emphasis on the word black. It's more than just a race. It's a lifestyle we must live. It's a collection of actions that we have to get used to, 
It's an expectation that we work to avoid. We work to teach the world what it is to be black. Like when you're looked at sideways for walking in a certain store. When you see a woman clutch her purse a little tighter when you get on the elevator. When you're told you're acting white for speaking with correct grammar. When you walk into a room nicely dressed and see the surprised look on people's faces. When everyone turns to you in third grade history when you start to learn about slavery. I'm a black girl. And all through my life, I've had to work a little harder to fit in. It's hard to find your place in a world when you're the only chocolate chip on a sugar cookie. It's hard to figure out who you are when you're the sole representation of your race. I found my way through this maze. But some people don't have the support I had. Not everyone has strong black role models in every part of their life. Not everyone has parents that protect you from things you don't even see coming. Not everyone have people in their lives that have seen them grow up and have molded them along the way. Not everyone was exposed to the opportunities that I was. I'm a black girl. So yes, I've heard the calls of the guys on the street or at the mall. I understand that there's something about me everyone wants and that just because I've got it doesn't mean I need to share it. I've seen the way people respond when they hear about my straight A's or the fact that I'm 16 and haven't done stuff that is quote-unquote normal for my age. I get that I don't like a lot of people around me, but I don't see why I should take that as a bad thing. I'm a black girl, so sometimes it's hard to see past what's on the outside, but once you've given some time to understand the confusing and dedicated some time to get past the concealed, you'll see that the world waits my coming. The world watches with interest to see what I shall become. They want to know if I will be like others and use what God gave me to make money, or if I will break boundaries and do something with my life to make the world greater. I am a black girl. I am an inspiration to those around me. I am the embodiment of the ideas of my parents. I am wise beyond my years. I am the light in a dark room. I am the joy in your eyes. I am the example of having fire in your heart. I am the reason not to lose hope. I am the reason my family is free. I am the work of those who came before me. I am the hard times as well as the good ones. I am the people in their time of need. I am because we are. I am strong, independent, black girl, and I am me. This was another really difficult episode for me to record. So please at me on social media at Tarascope underscore to let me know what you think about today's episode. And as always, wrap it up, shield your heart, and keep the faith that love is out there waiting for you.